Hi, Jill. And I'm Mary Grace. And we are on a mission to find better ways to support our priests and serve our communities. Yes, and today we are very excited. We have Father Jeff with us. Father, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, thank you. My name is Father Jeff Irvin. I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, and I've been ordained eight years now. Wow. It's great to be with you guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming. So, Father, what, uh, what parish or what is your current role in your diocese? Yeah, so I'm the vocation director for the Archdiocese of Portland. So I'm full-time as vocation director, so I don't have a parish of my own. So I work out of the chancery, and then I've got a rectory nearby in Portland. Um, so majority of my time is spent with discerners and also with seminarians, um, walking with them in their formation. So I usually say I wear kind of two hats in the office where I, um, I help to promote what a vocation is around the diocese, and then also just walk with the guys in formation when they're in seminary, help them and uh, encourage them as they go and keep praying for them so that they can uh, persevere in their own vocation. Wow, that's wonderful. So, Father, the question we have for you today is, I know, like, in past when we've talked, I remember some things you told me were that you um, were in a grade school production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I believe you played Joseph, didn't you? <laughs> You know, you have a better, better method than I do. <laughs> it, it definitely stuck out when you told me that. That wasn't something I expected to hear from a priest. Um, so then the question that we have then is, if you are a celebrity, would you want to be an actor or maybe a musician or an athlete? What kind of celebrity would you want to be? I usually don't like the limelight too much as a celebrity, so I would go for an athlete. Mm, interesting. What, what sport would you play? Well, I played soccer pretty much growing up all my life, ever since I was a young boy. So I'd probably, yeah, dream of being a professional soccer player. And I, I used to play left midfield. So I'm left-footed and uh, got a strong left foot. So I think I, think I would be, uh, be placed right there as a professional soccer player. Good answer. That's a very good answer. So, uh, Father, you studied, uh, you studied uh, in Rome at the Pacific North American College, is that correct? That's correct, yep. So, when you were, you were there for several years, what was your favorite part of being in Rome? What was your favorite place in Rome when you were able to just have some time off to go and explore? Yeah, I really enjoyed going down to St. Peter's Basilica, uh, especially on Saturday mornings, which was really a great joy. So we were about 10 minutes walk from the Vatican, from St. Peter's. And usually Saturdays were our day off, so we can go have mass anywhere. So I would often go, and often with Father Matt Libra, who's a priest of the Archdiocese, go down there early, pray a holy hour uh, in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, and then have mass there in the morning. That was really a, a great joy for me. Other churches, um, I guess it's outside of Rome, but I really enjoyed going to Assisi, which is a very special place in my heart. Uh, very kind of quiet and out in the countryside. You'd get out of Rome and it's a little bit different atmosphere. I think those are kind of my two favorite places um, when, I was, when I was in Rome. Yeah, I remember our family got to go to Rome back in, I think it was 2013, 2012. It was right before Pope Benedict XVI resigned. Like it was like the week before he announced it. 
That's but right. we got to go to the CC for a couple of days. And I remember like just being like shocked because it was so calm and it was so peaceful for like the couple of days that we were there. Cause we had to like, like there were, there were a lot of us in our group. And so like we had to get through the trains and everything and everyone was a little like stressed out. And then we got to the CC and we were like, oh, oh, this is really nice <laughs> to just sit, especially like in the churches there so nice and so beautiful yeah right a friend of mine uh you know we went and we camped out in Assisi on the hillside as it overlooks the valley so we oh, pitched wow. a tent and spent uh spent a night out there it was really um quite being in the footsteps of saint francis <laughs> yeah. wow that's beautiful so father um you've been uh you've been ordained for quite a few years before you were ordained, when you were still in seminary, what did you think was going to be your main charism once you were ordained or your main focus of ministry? Yeah, that's a great question to reflect on. Um, usually when we're thinking about the priesthood, we just want to be a priest. Right? Yeah. And not really worried about a, a, a specific charism, but usually we think at, like, what are our gifts, um, just our natural talents that we bring to it. And I guess as I reflect on it, before being ordained, just a great desire of being with, with families, um, being with people in the parish, and um, yeah, I guess being involved in their, in their daily lives, you know, celebrating the sacraments uh, from, you know, baptisms to marriages to, to funerals. So I think that was my greatest, I think, desire. And maybe just the natural, just being with people, being with uh, the families. I think I had a, a great fear of preaching. <laughs> that was that was something that uh, kind of grew on me with time. But that was one thing I was I was a little bit fearful of. Um, yeah, so I, I think I was just maybe the I don't know if I'd call it a charism, but the desire in my heart was just uh, to be a priest and, and to be in the parish. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really interesting what you said about being nervous about doing the preaching because Father Matt Libra said a similar thing which to me is so interesting because he's always been, and maybe it's because like I grew up knowing him, but he's always been one of my favorite priests because he, I love it when he preaches, especially during the mass, because he makes it such a conversation. Like it's such a personal thing mm -hmm. when he does it and it makes it easy to relate to what's going on when he does it. So sure. it's interesting how each priest like finds their specific angle to it and their way to connect personally. Right. Yeah, ultimately it comes, it should come from our own prayer time, right? And our own prayer with the Lord and just that desire to naturally share that uh, with the people. So were you in, did you go straight, what, sorry, what year did you start being vocations director? Because you were at a parish for a little while, weren't you? I was, I was at a parish for one year. So oh, really? this great desire to be in a parish, see what the Lord does. <laughs> he takes that away. No. <laughs> uh, he, he, he redirects that desire into something else, something more that we wouldn't have really desired for ourselves. So yeah, after I came back from Rome, I think it was 2000, what was it, 2013? Um, yeah, I was uh, placed at the Sacred Heart St. Louis Parish in Jervis, which is by Mount Angel. And I was the administrator there and um, had a mission and a school. So it was really a, a blessed year. I really enjoyed it. So it was yeah. a small country parish, which was perfect. So then as vocation director, is there like one question in particular 
that you get asked a lot or is there something that you wish more people knew when they come to you or like to help them in their path? You know, a question I often get from people discerning is, you know, how do I know? You know, how do I know what God is calling me to? And I think that's a, a big question. We all want some clarity and we really want the Lord just to lay everything out for us so we know and if we know it, hey, that's easy. We'll follow it. That'd be great. <laughs> Whatever you want, Lord, we'll do. But um, he doesn't work like that. <laughs> so he really wants us to take steps in faith and really acts of love and uh, to trust him. And he gently, you know, um, makes that path known to us. I think that's the, um, that's the question I get a lot. And I always point people back to it's all about relationship. And as we dive deeper and deeper into the relationship, then um, clarity comes from that. So really our vocation is a response to God's love for us. You know, how are we going to respond with our gift of love back and how that looks in the world? Um, so I always point people just back to that relationship. Everything that we do hinges on God's personal love for us and our personal response back to him. So, so if you want to learn, if you want to know, pray. <laughs> very good answer. So you said initially um, your desire was like to have that relationship in the parish with all the different families and helping them along their journey. Would you say that you've been able to like, as the vocations director, helping individuals on their path towards discernment, would you say that's almost a similar way of channeling that, that, passion? I would, yeah. And um, yeah, in, in kind of a, a neat way, you know, the, the Lord surprises us, you know, and he gives us graces that we never would imagine. But even kind of from that, just seeing a, a charism maybe develop in my own life is just one-on-one -on -one spiritual direction um, with people. And I've kind of seen that kind of blossomed um, in the last couple of years where I just feel natural in that and being with other people in prayer. So it's, it's just really reverencing their own heart-to-heart -heart prayer with God and helping them to remain in relationship. Um, yeah, I've, I've really developed a deep longing for that and a, a deep joy in doing that. Uh, so yeah, the Lord has kind of diverted my desire to be fully involved in the parish, just to be fully involved in the hearts of people as they're discerning but also as they're praying. That's so cool. I know uh, about a year or so ago I went and I visited, I went on a retreat with some Dominican sisters and one of the things that I really loved about it is um, the sister who is one of the founders of um, their particular order, Sister Joseph Andrew, she was so helpful in talking to the girls and even like the girls like myself who didn't, weren't planning on joining their order. She still took the time to sit down one-on-one -on -one with all of us and just talk about how to develop that relationship and how to learn to have that conversation with God and how much that helps no matter, no matter what vocation you're pursuing, how important that can be. And to this day, it helps me so much and it helped me grow. And it's, a, it's just really nice knowing that there are people like that you can go to no matter where you are that'll help you. Sure. And it all starts too, with just noticing what's going on in our own hearts. You know, what are our, what are our desires that the Lord has placed on our hearts and, and what is he doing with us uh, you know, internally there? Yeah, the 
I, I think it's really interesting your use of the of of saying the word desires, the desires in our hearts, because that's one thing um, in the past that I've been told in terms of discernment process is that God won't call you to a vocation that you don't already have a desire for in your heart. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, he may um, he may increase that desire. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. There's um, kind of a, a three step just short process I usually use with people. I, I've been calling it 3D discernment. So, so desire, disposition, and decision. Uh, so yeah, we begin with our desires just to, to be aware of what's going on. But then our disposition, what do we desire when we're in Christ, when we're in prayer, when we're in front of the Blessed Sacrament? What do those desires feel like? What are they? And then decision is really to make decisions based out of out of that space in prayer. And it's very simple. It's not rocket science, but yeah. Um, but that's just kind of keeping us in our own desires that the Lord has placed in our hearts, but also in Christ and um, really making decisions out of that relationship. I think I, I think that's so interesting because I just I know in my experience talking with my friends that a lot of times people are afraid that God's going to call them to something that they don't want or that they're they're so terrified it's going to be something that they're unhappy in and in yeah. their mind god's plan doesn't necessarily mesh with what their plan is in any way right no that's absolutely right yeah he's never going to call us to something that is you know he may call us to the cross um, but right. it will be uh, it'll be more of a joyful acceptance of it uh, but yeah he's not going to force us to do something that we we don't want to do yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of people think that, especially when you're thinking about a religious vocation, right? Um, uh, but really to start, yeah, really to start with that desire that naturally is placed on the heart and, and go there. And then Father, do you have any like resources for people who maybe are discerning religious life or just trying to figure out what their vocation in general is? Do you have sources or like books or videos that you would recommend that they do or look for? Sure. Well, we just, it comes at good timing because we just launched our new redesigned website for the Archdiocese of Portland vocation. Um, so it does highlight these 3D discernment and another, some other ways to discern. It's got some book resources and some videos. We got some videos of our seminarians sharing their vocation stories and some religious. That's so, perfect. What did you say it was called? So I could share that, yeah, so it's, um, let's see if I can get this right. So it's www.archdpdx.org. So it's archdpdx.org. Okay, perfect. And we'll make sure, we'll post the link uh, as well after okay. this in case anyone wants to go to it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of great resources really to helping the individual pray and mm -hmm. to discern. So it's, it's, it's starting off at that uh, that basic point. Not really telling everyone that comes to a website they have to be a priest <laughs> or a sister. Yeah. Well, that's, that's so cool. So in terms of um, being vocations director, how much of it is people coming up to you and saying, Father, I'm discerning this, and how much of it is saying, oh, have you ever thought about, you know, religious life? Like, how much is people coming up to you and how much is you going up to people? That's a great question. I think for me as full-time vocation director, it's more people coming up to me and really? being referred like by their pastor. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the way it should work. I can't be everywhere in the diocese and 
it, it doesn't all depend on me, um, but a lot of referrals. So like a priest may be working with uh, a man and really see some great qualities in him and maybe the signs that he's being called. So he'll get them in touch with the Office of Vocations and then I'll take it from there. Um, or random emails or phone calls that people just reach out mm -hmm. to the office and um, I start that conversation. So it is different being full-time vocation director because I'm more on the receiving end where someone um, like a parish priest, they're the one who's doing the in inviting. Mm -hmm. And saying, hey, have you ever thought about it? And starting to kind of till the soil in that way. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Father. This is very helpful. You gave us some good stuff to think about and to pass on. So thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you guys for having me. And bless, God bless you guys on your, on your ministry here. Thank you for doing thank this. You. Thank you. Um, Father, do you think you could uh, end us with a blessing or a prayer? Sure. Would you mind? Thank you. Yeah. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We ask that you pour your Holy Spirit into our hearts and into the hearts of those who are listening, that they may truly encounter your Son and fall ever more deeply and deeply in love with him. And we ask your special blessing on Molly Joe and Mary Grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.